It's not what we don't know that gets us into trouble. It's what we think to be true that just ain't so. My fellow Missourian Mark Twain's comment about human nature includes the practice of medicine. In the practice of medicine, we are given opportunities every day to reconsider what we think to know to be so because clinical results, especially adverse reactions or lack of objectively positive results, it invites us to reconsider what we think to be true. The conversations here on Geological are doorways into other ways of thinking about acupuncture and East Asian medicine than you might have learned in school or currently use in your practice. Our medicine does not come from petri dish experimentation. It does not advance through double-blind studies. It arises from the observation of complex and dynamically interactive systems, as well as our part in them. The plurality of East Asian medicine and methods does not speak with one singular voice. Here on Geological, expect to encounter the wide diversity of perspective and practice as we share with you the voices of our community. These conversations are made possible through the support of our sponsors and members. All the sponsors here provide helpful services or products that you'll likely find beneficial in your clinical work. Please consider their offerings as a way to support Geological. And if you like your podcast conversations served up ad-free, then join up as a member for this and other perks. Hi, I'm Chloe Weber from Radical Roots. We love Geological and all it brings to our community. And so I'm absolutely delighted to have Radical Roots help bring you this conversation. CBD has been everywhere the past few years, and honestly, I've been disappointed with many of the products out there, which is why I created Radical Roots. We take a different approach by not only combining the Chinese herbs with complete spectrum hemp to create targeted formulations to address sleep, anxiety, pain, and immune support, but we also use a unique alchemical spagyric extraction technique that ensures that the herbs are bioavailable. We also take safety and transparency very seriously, so you'll find third-party testing available on our website. All of our Chinese herbs are sourced from Spring Wind because we appreciate their quality and their testing. As a practitioner myself, there is no greater honor than to have other acupuncturists choose our herbs for their patients. So please feel free to reach out and let us know how we can best support you. Check out our website at RadicalRootsHerbs.com to set up a wholesale practitioner account. Look forward to hearing from you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. AccuFast Earth-Friendly Needles heal both your patients and the planet. You probably regularly encourage your patients to get out into nature because you know the deep restorative potential of the natural world. Imagine sending your patients out into a beautiful grove of oxygen-exuding trees. Now, imagine that you've had a hand in planting those climate-restoring trees. We need both the yin of reducing our impact on the planet and the yang of actively attending to its restoration. AccuFast's high-quality needles and innovative packaging can reduce the AccuWaste in your clinic by up to 93%. And with the purchase of every two boxes, they plant a tree. Practitioners using the AccuFast system will contribute to reducing our profession's carbon footprint and plant hundreds of thousands of trees over a decade. Reduce waste and grow your forest with AccuFast and bring harmony to both your patients and the planet. Visit AccuFastNeedles.com slash GrowYourForest to learn more and calculate the positive environmental impact that you can make in your practice. So there's the Wuxing, but 
you also talk about with heavenly stems, the uyun. Here, you know, this is interesting. So xing means movement. Yun also means movement. Yes, it does. So we have the five movements in the five movements. Now, we learn about the wuxing, five, you know, five, five phases, five elements, blah, blah, blah. But the uyun, that's a different kettle of fish. Yes. Right. So I've got some ideas on how they might be different. I'm not going to ask you for an explanation. I'm going to throw out my thinking and and see and, and see if uh, see if I have this. So the five phases are what we learn in school. The uyun are these. It's more the movements in heaven than the movements on earth. Does that sound correct? Sometimes I talk about them as being heavenly five phases. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And they move differently. It's like like, like the, the movement characteristic is different than the five phases. So for example, let me um, let me scroll up to uh, this slide here, the Yun Paris. Yep. Which essentially is the co-cycle as we learn the five phases. Yeah. Okay. But we look at things like yang wood, which would be gallbladder, going into yin earth, which would be spleen. And that creates earth, according to this diagram. Earth yun. Earth yun. Not earth phase. Oh, I missed that. Okay. Earth yun. Yeah. Okay. Earth yun. And then we have like yang earth, stomach, going into yin water, kidney. That is fire yun, not fire face, fire yun. Yeah, that's right. We say that wu, earth yang, and gui, water yin, share the same yun, which is fire yun. And it can be an active yun, that's tai guo, or a passive yun, that's buji. Tai guo meaning too much or buji meaning not enough. Yes, that's right. Okay. So, okay, that's helpful. Fire yun, not fire phase. Yeah. Okay. And if you like, if you look at the, the, the slide that is one, two, three before this one, that's got the pairings of that there that one right here. Yep. This one's got the pairings. You can see that that's um, that's wood, yang jia on the top line, and mm-hmm. then on the far right there's earth yin ji, ji. Mm-hmm. and they're sharing the same yun, which is the yellow color. Yes. And then the yang one is tai guo, and the yin one is bu ji. So does this mean that that jia, or if we're bringing it down into like an organ, we're gonna we're gonna say the gallbladder. Yes, tends to be like excessive in its. It means that the there its yun is excessive. Its yun is excessive. So it so jia is an earth yun tai guo. It's more active. It over. It's overly. It's it's yang in its in its movement. It's tai, yeah. While ji is in terms of sound or in terms of action, it's buji. 
but it's still earth yun yeah so it's like two sides of it's like um you're looking at uh, two cherries that are joined together it's the same yun yeah yeah one is more up it's like pushing 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 mm-hmm. and the other one is more uh, uh, uh. it's a little bit more bougie something like that so but they share the same yun yeah so just like when we're looking at something that shares the same phase mm-hmm. you know, for instance the liver and the gallbladder quite often you have a problem that is in the liver but it manifests in the gallbladder channel for instance because the liver might be insufficient but it causes an excess in the gallbladder yeah so right. that's the same idea of two cherries on the same stalk two stalks with two cherries one's under under active and it causes the other one to be overactive do you see what i mean it's a similar sort of relationship this kind of balancing relationship that we have with two organs within the same phase we can have the same idea of organs with this that share the same yun and you know like for instance an easy way to describe that they share the same yun and i was trying to say that this was this is really clear in the body for instance if you look at um gallbladder and spleen because they share the same yun which is earth mm-hmm. i mean how how unlikely is it that this this could happen in the body you've got Yang Ling Chuan, gallbladder 34, and Yin Ling Chuan, spleen 9. They are opposite each other, either side of the knee. Yes, they are. How weird is that? And then you go down, and then you've got San Yin Jiao, three, spleen 6. And then you've got, you've got gallbladder 39, which has got a variety of different names. And they're, you know, so one's the three-leg yin luo and the other one's the three-leg yang luo and they're pretty much opposite. Yes, they are. Okay, beautiful. Do you see what I mean? I do see what you mean. So it's not by chance, yeah? And here's something that's interesting as well in terms of physiological function. That gallbladder is really important to digestion. The earth really needs that gallbladder to work well. Definitely. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Resonances all over the place. Okay. So it's very easy in my mind. I'm going to have to work on this. It's very easy in my mind to get confused between the the movements of the Uxing and the movements of the Dayun. Yes. Okay. So that, I, I'm going to be on guard for that. I And I didn't have, prior to this conversation, I didn't I wasn't making that distinction. I, I knew there was a distinction. I, I like sensed there was a distinction. But but now I'm starting to realize the importance of that. I was trying to show that there are different ways to pair organs. Yes. And you can pair organs by phase. We all know that. But you can also pair organs by yun. Yes. And the so, body seems to be constructed very much in terms of yun pairings, mm-hmm. but we just don't know, didn't know about it. So can you help me think about how to see the yun movements like in our clinical work? Can you give me an example or two of something that shows up and it's like there's a yun movement? Well, I'm not sure if I can show you a yun movement in clinic, but I can tell you ways that you can think about using yun because when you talked about the fact that 
they're um, going back to that that picture that you had there with the yun pairs, you know, the one that that looks like a fight, that one. Yeah. And if you look, it says yun pairs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you were trying to describe that, I said one way to think about this is that this is five phases, but on a heavenly level. Mm -hmm. So from my point of view, if I see somebody who is got an earth problem, an earth phase problem, I might treat their earth phase. I might do a stomach point, a spleen point, blah, blah, blah. And then if I see them again, and then I see them again, and I see them again, and that problem is still there, it's not moving, then I might choose to affect the earth on a heavenly level. And affecting the earth on a heavenly level means using earth yun. So that means using for instance, a gallbladder point with a spleen point. Ah. Likewise, if I want to affect the lung yun. The metal yun. Are you talking about the metal yun? I'm talking about, I'm sorry, I'm talking about the metal yun. Yes, thank you. You know, it's, it's so funny. You know, we use this shorthand. And, and so often in my mind, I'm thinking metal, but I'll say lung because, of course, we preference the yin organs and we use it as a shorthand interchangeably very easily. I just did it. That's great. Thank you for catching me on it. I think we do this all the time in our clinical work. We're, we think we're working with a phase, but in our mind, we're, we're using the organ shorthand and then we miss out on everything that the phase has to offer because we're, we're constricted to thinking within the organ. So this is super helpful. Yes, I'm thinking metal, a problem with the metal manifesting in the lung. So let's talk about it that way. Because you have a problem with the metal manifesting in the large intestine. So yes, manifesting in the lung. So maybe I would need to do something that's on the small intestine channel as well as the lung channel. Right. So there, what you're doing is that you are you are not working on the metal yun, but you are balancing the yun that is to do with the lung. That's a slightly different thing, because actually, what you're actually working on is on the water yun. And you're balancing it. So what you're saying is, oh, look, the lung part of this pair is not working very well. So I'm going to use the other one, which is the small intestine, to balance that water yun. Oh, I, you know what? I was looking at that blue and I, I like translated that into metal, but that's water. Okay. So that's fine. Fair, you know, and fair enough because maybe and there's- also a perfectly valid thing to do. It's a perfectly valid thing to do. Let's use me an example, me and my dry lungs and dry cough- Bringing some more moisture into the lung. Yes. That could would be, be really, really good. So you'd be using the water yun, so the water at a heavenly level to help your lungs. And you could do that with a small intestine point and with a lung point, because then if you use both, then that's even better. And obviously, it's the choice of the point that makes the difference, because what you're not going to do is you're not going to look for a super fiery small intestine point to help your lung, are you? Probably not. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Now, it, yeah, now, it, yes, and thank you. So I'm, I'm looking more clearly at this. If I wanted to use the lung, I'm sorry, no, the metal yun, Yes. Then I would be using large intestine and liver. Which is a very common point combination. 
People don't realize that they're doing the four gates, for instance. So this is where the four gates comes from. Thanks so much for joining us for this conversation today. Geological is here every Tuesday morning with the invitation to wonder often, listen, learn. Subscribe to Geological wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Did you find today's conversation to spark something in you or provide you with an insight that you'll be taking into clinic? Share your insights with your friends on Instagram and hashtag us at Geological Podcast. And check out our Geological Live offerings to go deeper into the conversations we have with some of the guests who have been on the podcast. Well, friends, that pretty much winds it up for today. Do tune in again next week for another Geologically Inquisitive Conversation on Medicine. <laughs>